0: Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard. This is our first installment of Yacht Club. Here, we'll be addressing the fire things in life. I'm your captain today, LT Dave, and my fellow seamen are... Squillard. And Aqua
1: Stew.
2: So we asked a couple people some questions that we could ask on the first podcast. First question is greatest song. By greatest song, I mean not just greatest song that we've heard, in one genre, but any genre. Just one song that we feel like represents music the best, bumps the best, even to this day. So, um, Aqua Stew, you wanna go first?
1: All right, I'm just gonna start off with the rap category. Greatest song ever made, written by Bobby Shmurda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just got out. I mean, that's true, that's true. He just got out. No, hey,
0: what song, what song? I can't say the <laughs> title now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: we'll, we'll we'll call it Hot Boy for the sake of it. Right, right. But Hot think about think about it. Bobby just got out earlier this week on Tuesday, right? Yeah. The weather warmed up on Wednesday. It it did. Is it a coincidence? I, think I don't not. think I don't think so. Like, I mean, Hot Boy's I, out. And definitely the
2: new king of New York is back on the streets. Boogie had a solid year after the death of Pop Smoke, but Bobby Shmurda's back.
0: I mean, also one thing, too, I'm kind of looking out for. I mean, computers, it, it's up there. <laughs> Rowdy <laughs> and
1: Bobby are both out. Okay, but can we can we talk about Rowdy Rebels' latest single, Reroute? Ugh. Oh,
0: how
2: about Let's Not? Solid
1: I mean, miss.
0: I mean, he did time in the box. He hasn't been in the studio for a hot minute. So,
1: I mean, e- even even Jordan had an off game. <laughs> okay, listen, though. Even in the box, he hopped on Make It Rain with Pop Smoke and absolutely killed the verse. He killed it, murdered it. I think I'm honestly... Maybe even adding jail time to his sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but he got out of the box, and he wrote a song... And it was garbage. <laughs> what happened?
2: See, that's the thing. When you have somebody like Rowdy Rebel who immediately, right out of jail, goes right into the studio, starts writing music, it's not always going to be a hit. He doesn't even know what he's missed. He doesn't know what he's missed from the game of hip-hop.
0: I mean, when when did Rowdy go to jail? 14?
2: Four, 14, 15. Mean, Around was the a, same he, time Bobby uh, did.
0: I mean, that's, ten, that's seven years? Yeah. I mean, that's a hot minute from going from Fetty Wap
1: <laughs> to you got people singing now like the baby on the album (laughs) that's what i'm saying and i saw something the other day and it was like the when bobby schmurda went into prison pop smoke did not even start music yet Lil uzi was a brand new artist on the scene drake had just dropped views views was that long ago yes (laughs) believe it or not man that was when bobby went in the game has completely changed since then I mean, and
2: I saw an article today, or yesterday, about Bobby Shmurda, and it was about him and his mom, and it's really his mom talking about how he's going to kind of slow his role back into the game of rap. He's not just going to hop in the studio right away like Rowdy Rebel or Gucci Mane right out of prison, just going right on the track. He's going to wait a while, and I feel like that's a good decision. I, uh, honestly, I honestly
0: though, T Grizzly, first day out. <laughs> that's one of the best songs That's an out exception. There. That's an exception. The one exception. <laughs> I mean... Went back to back, two and zero, and wrote a song about it. I mean, empirically, I think those that song is
1: it's up there. I right. mean, first day out, you know what it's about. Can we talk about how Melly has just been continuously getting locked up in prison and still yeah. dropping is, music from prison? Is he ever going to get out? Or does it know. matter? Does It might not even matter. What, wait, what he is, he what has a go- steady stream of music coming from his cell. What did you go to jail for? <laughs> Who knows? Like, he, what, he just keeps going back.
2: He's like, Kodak, I swear, Kodak is just always in jail.
0: Yeah. At least Kodak got pardoned. Kodak and Lil Wayne. Kodak and Lil
1: Wayne got pardoned. Shout out to the boy Don for that.
0: Thank God. I mean, that would have been... I think they were both, like, facing 10-plus years.
1: They were were federal charges. (laughs) Lil Wayne was facing some time. I think his charge was, like, you know, trying to buy a firearm illegally. Yeah, that'll do it. That's a federal federal
0: charge. Hey, you hate to see it.
1: Hey, so, David, greatest song.
2: Greatest song? We We already got Aqua Stews. I mean... Broccoli,
1: that oh, okay. That is a constant. Okay.
0: Summer '16, around that time, it's been bangers since then. Another one. Now, I'm, I'm a huge fan of ATL rappers. Good drink. Now, I don't. I now, if you choose the Trap Choir remix, cool. <laughs> if you're not a fan of Quavo like that, I'm fine. But. When Quavo said, taking babies, no Harambe, that just hit. Being, <laughs> I, being a yeah. fellow Ohioan, I mean, that just, mm,
1: <laughs> That was a good bar, and it just overall a good song. That I mean, think about it. Harambe, that was like the biggest thing that happened in 2016. It was everywhere. I mean, Everybody knew about it. I mean, it. it
0: went downhill since then. That's, I'm it just has putting been that sl- out there.
1: It has been a slippery slope since that day. R.I.P. Harambe, gone but not forgotten.
0: Uh, who, what you, What are you saying?
1: I
2: was actually going to bring up Good Drink, but I don't think I was going to pick it. But since Kanye's the king of hip-hop, I was going to have to go with Devil in a New Dress or Ultralight Beam. I mean... Both solid songs, but I th- think Devil in a New Dress is definitely a better song because of Rick Ross.
0: I mean, Rick Ross is, <laughs> in my opinion, underrated <laughs> and Overweight. <laughs>
1: Over- <laughs> alright, you didn't need to go, I agreed with the first part, you did not, the second part was not necessary.
0: I mean, that part, when I first listened to it, I thought it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be pretty similar to uh, Dark Fantasy. Yeah. I thought it was going it had that same, like, uh, rhythm to it, and then Rick Ross came on, and I'm like, oh, hold up, hold up, hold <coughs> up. Since when was he dropping music like that? Because I know he's kind of in that same category as a uh, DJ Khaled and Fat Joe. They seem to be on almost every single song, but like no verses.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's just the weight factor, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next thing that we are, have on the discussion board is Godzilla versus King Kong. New movie coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Aqua Stew? All right. One word.
1: Monkey. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. There
0: was there was something I saw on Instagram. I was telling the uh, Squidward about this. The director came out and said, "There's gonna be a basically. There's gonna be a shit. They're gonna beat the shit out of each other, and someone's gonna win." I cannot wait. <laughs> I mean, that is that I, is gonna be a film. I mean, you got four four hundred foot monsters throwing haymakers. Like this is rough and rowdy.
1: Okay, but what I'm thinking, granted, like Godzilla is a huge lizard that can spit laser beams and basically spawn nuclear explosions at his will. but I'm always rooting for the underdog. I got King Kong in this. He when's the last time you saw Godzilla get any honeys? For real. if you look back at the original film of Godzilla, it's him on the Empire State Building with a honey in his hand. Kong? He pulls. He Kong? pulls. Yes. Kong pulls? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kong pulls. What's it? What's it He's there? got that confidence. I mean, hey, shoot shoot. and exactly. Shooters always
0: find a basket. Even if a blind squirrel finds a nut, still finding that nut. That's what I'm
1: saying. And listen, if you saw the last King Kong installment, he had, like, a weapon. And he was beating the crap out of dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean in that like, last, he was putting the beat down. In on that him.
0: last movie, I'm pretty sure the man's had a cult. Like worshipping him that crashed on the island. Like
1: does Godzilla have that? No, I don't think so. I mean, No, everybody's just like scared of him. There's people that praise King Kong. They bow down to him. Yeah. Like they everybody sees Godzilla and they're like Oh, no. (laughs) Shimba me, timbers. Get out of here. We're in danger. And then they see King Kong, and they're like, all hail monkey. (laughs) Come on.
2: I mean, who do you think is the fan favorite? Do you think?
1: I think everybody bandwagons with Godzilla. Yeah, I I believe that, too. I mean, he also does just spit out lasers. Yeah, he he just decides sometimes. He's like, you know what? I'm going to walk out of the ocean and just tear some shit up. And he does. He just, <laughs> he walks out, levels an entire city, and walks back in the water like it was just a Sunday stroll. Honestly, I
0: think people are going with Kong just because Godzilla at sometimes absolute demigod. But the one thing, heart over height, King Kong,
1: he's got that heart. Heart of the monkey.
2: I'm going with Godzilla. I'm going oh, with Godzilla. Come on. I'm go- you can't tell me a, a monkey, a a gorilla. That brittle skin going up against this giant monster-like figure. God King Kong up. built different.
0: He, he's built different.
2: I can't see it. I personally cannot see it. But I am glad that there is going to be a hold winner. Up, hold up,
1: hold up, When does this movie release? When does it come out? 13th. March. The 13th? Yeah. We'll see on the 13th. We'll All see. Right.
0: We'll see. And they'll, they'll, there's going to be a reaction yeah. to that. You best believe.
1: I'm getting ready to contact the bookie. I'm ready to put money down on King uh-huh. Kong.
0: What do you think you think there's an over under or not over under but like a, a betting on who's going to win?
1: I'm that would be genius. That'd be funny. I'm if betting there's on like King just Kong. some like
0: random people like yeah, like citizens or like I don't think it's called the big birth but like the big ass butterf- butterfly <laughs> that just comes in and just devours. I we'll could see. see a betting line on that. That'd be fun.
1: That'd be- I would put money on that line, no doubt. <laughs> What's your parlay? <laughs> <All in. laughs> i'm putting so much money in on this bed
2: all right so speaking of march 13th march 13th will mark one year since we got off school three weeks what do you think about that
1: that was the 13th that was march yeah, 13th was our, i think are you sure day. yeah i'm positive i was going. wait hold on hold on hold on when did uzi drop eternal take
2: he dropped was, he dropped the original eternal attack on March 6th and he dropped the deluxe on March 13th.
1: I was going to, I remember sitting in miss Hall's room and I saw that it dropped and I, school was the last thing on my mind. <laughs> I got, I got my beats out. I put them in sitting back at the lab table, full volume. Everyone around me could hear it, but I couldn't hear them because <laughs> I had mine full volume in my ears, listening to strawberry peels.
2: <laughs> yes. And that first, right when you open up Eternal Attake, that Welcome to Eternal Attake on Baby Pluto. Oh,
1: it's astronomical. But It, it almost makes you levitate out of your seat.
2: Favorite song on Eternal Attake, Dave?
0: I probably, I mean, Baby Pluto's a vibe. Yes. I mean, if when you have a song that just comes hot right out the gate and it gets you pumped for the album, yeah, it's, yeah, it's got some low songs in there, here and there. I mean, big Uzi fan, I admit that, but, I mean, baby Pluto comes hot out the gate, I mean, guns blazing, I mean, you got the final act in the first
1: quarter. (laughs) Alright, listen, the only problem I had with baby Pluto was the beat took so long to drop, you had to wait you were just waiting for the first beat drop on and this album we've been anticipating. And you're just sitting there like, come on. Just <laughs> drop, But when it drops, it's well worth it. Now, Baby Pluto is probably one of my favorite songs. But Prices, though. Ooh. But Prices. A, s- a solid pick. A solid pick. Prices is a fire song. Now, I think there's one miss on this album. Urgency. Urgency. The o- The only That's feature. The o- the only feature on the album, complete miss. It's a complete miss. It's not even, I wouldn't say it's good. Yeah. It's just not good. Now, what would you say would be
0: better? E.T. or E.A., Deluxe, or the original? <sighs> I mean, you got Bean and you got Yeserski
1: on there. <laughs> That's The features, the Deluxe came out with a lot of features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the features are just phenomenal. He couldn't have picked better people to hop on these features. The song with Nudie, that was a pretty good song. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Twenty one, good song. He has a couple he has how many songs does he have with Young Thug on that album? Deledux and the regular. Yeah. He at least two, maybe three.
2: I'm personally going with the regular for me. Because I I love Uzi. And I don't think he needs any features, not that they didn't make it better, because you can't tell me Chief Keefe hopping on that track didn't make it better. I
0: mean, I was kind of surprised to even see Chief Keefe make a Mickey splash into the rap game again. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's been a hot minute since his name was called.
2: And personally, I just liked the original better, especially because of Baby Pluto. Baby Pluto just, everything after Baby Pluto just made that album just so good. Well, Not as best, but
1: good. With that album, too, it was like there's the interludes in between, like, every single song. It's like the whole album is a story all the way through. And I remember reading somewhere. I don't really remember all the details, but it's Uzi going from, like, three different personalities or, like, you know, alter egos. And in each one, the song style is completely different. Mm. I don't really remember all the details, but I remember reading it, and then you go back and listen to the album it makes sense like you can see it cause in some part like some of the songs he just goes hard like Silly Watch yeah that song goes hard that's another one of my top songs on that album I feel like songs that have like
0: interludes like that like um because of the internet Gambino's album yeah they just are once you realize what the interludes do they just push that album Savage Mode 2 to
2: yeah Yeah. Morgan you. Exactly. Anyway. exactly
0: I mean you can hate me for this but the interlude with Morgan Freeman might be one of the like best things about that album. I mean, oh, definitely. I that, mean, no one's yes. going to expect the man that plays Red and does all the narration in <laughs> <from> Shawshank <laughs> to come out of no man's land and just start talking about snitches
1: and rats. <laughs> yeah, dude went from National Geographic wild talking about rats to going on the 21 Savages album talking about snitches and rats. I just
0: want to know. What made 21 think, like, hey, yo, I'm like, you know what this needs? Morgan Freeman.
1: Because everybody loves Morgan Freeman. No no disrespect
2: for 21 Savage, I feel like that was more Metro Boomin. For sure.
0: Oh, I mean...
2: It, it, I mean, Metro Boomin is a genius. Yeah, in all honesty.
0: He's a production god. Mm-hmm. He, he's he got... I mean, his craft is great.
2: Alright, so back to actual quarantine. I know, I know EA was a big part of it, but... Overall, do you feel like it's been a year since we got shut down?
0: It's felt like a long time. It's, it's been a minute. I mean, I was trying to think. Uh, e, I mean, bringing back EA, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's been a year. I mean, especially with, you know, the all the awards and how EA got no recognition. Exactly. I mean, it feels like that month span that we experienced just never happened and no one cared. I mean, the baby dropped an album. I mean, I never
1: really listened to it because I didn't know about it. Like, cool. I just feel like the quarantine didn't give the finer things in life recognition. Exactly. I mean, one thing that I felt like that was part of the finer things. I mean,
0: we got a Michael Jordan Bulls documentary just randomly, and I don't think anyone expected that. That's fantastic. It. I mean, I've seen it maybe twice. I yeah. mean, every day when you knew that it was coming, new episode was coming out. I mean, the amount of basketball fans I saw posting stuff on their stories. <laughs> I mean, like Last Dance Tonight, like everything like that. I'm like, well, I'm going to hop on.
2: Yeah. I mean, so many people were watching it. This was obviously before the NBA bubble, so there, there was no basketball yeah. fans watching any basketball. I mean, had- I
0: think the last game was – like March. March 13th? Yeah. Like it was around that time and everything just kind of went, went down.
2: Yeah, it was almost like nobody had any sports to watch. It was the perfect storm for that documentary to come out, really.
0: Yeah. I feel like one thing that did kind of bring it up was uh, Joe Exotic's Tiger King. Yeah. I mean, that was a phenomenal <laughs> Another
2: show. That I mean, show was
0: a roller coaster. I mean, that's... So many ups and downs. I mean, that's the type of people you meet in Sydney. And same, one of the characters, uh, it was the one with the double... The leg amputee, he graduated from our hometown's high school.
1: Oh, wow. No way. I mean, he's from Sydney. <laughs> we are
0: posting about it. I mean, it was the most face white Facebook thing you could find, but he graduated from Sydney.
1: You're telling me that a Sydney Yellow Jacket alumni worked under Joe the Tiger King Exotic? I mean, I don't know if you consider an alumni graduated.
0: I don't know if you think graduated. <laughs> <laughs> <but, laughs> But I mean,
1: he went to Sydney from whatever. <laughs> okay, heard, from so he, he was went, enrolled there at one point. He, he was repping the 937. Yeah. Okay. No promises. Yeah. All right. Wow. Well, <laughs> I did not know that.
0: I, I, somebody posted it because he was at the Sydney Marathon visiting family. Well, and they're like, hey, yo, the person from Tiger King is here in Sydney. And like, big Tom showed me. I'm like, I'm like, that's got to be fake. I'm like, people are, you know, stretching out, like, first baseman, like, going for the ball, like, that type of stretch out, like, on facts. Stretching the story. I mean, apparently, he's from Sydney, apparently.
1: That's incredible. I mean,
0: (laughs) I don't know how you would get to Oklahoma to work for someone like
1: that. How do you go from, you know, just going to Sydney High School or, like, maybe just living in Sydney, doing whatever you do in Sydney? There's there's nothing to do in Sydney. How do you go from doing nothing in sydney to training exotic tigers in oklahoma under joe exotic
2: exactly and somebody working for tiger king is the most sydney thing i could really think of if anybody was on to be on a famous tv show from sydney it would be tiger king
0: I mean, it'd be or, something like Tiger I feel like King.
2: that'd be Or more Trailer like, Park Boys, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, no, that, that's more of a Piqua show. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. That is very true. That is very true. I
1: can see that. I can I guess, that. like, I don't know. Hoarders? <laughs> Hoarders is a pretty Piqua thing, because Piqua is also known as the landfill between Sydney and Troy. Exactly. I mean, alright, so wouldn't technically
0: the guy that is on Tiger King from Sydney would he technically be Big... Like the first he, big bro. He's
1: the. He I, I guess it depends on what context you put it in, because you've got big bro and, you know, athletics. Yeah. You know whatever else. I mean, when's the last time you heard anyone have a big bro in training tigers? He is the pioneer, a trailblazer, if you will, to training tigers. He didn't have legs for crying out loud. Like, he, he had no fear. He almost had nothing to lose below the waist. He was training tigers. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if Sydney needed
0: and Sydney was going to battle with Piqua High School, with Piqua, we had an army of tigers ready to be trained by a Sydney alum,
1: just at the moment's notice. Yeah, all we gotta do is dial up the uh, the old phone. Maybe a uh, Real Ranger Bob could him <laughs> up. Oh, yeah. have you heard the controversy of Real I Ranger have. Bob? I've had I've heard a little bit of that. So
2: the it. superintendent of Sydney, mm-hmm. Re- real Ranger Bob. Now I don't really know a whole lot about this. Maybe you do. I know his. He, he posted something on his Instagram page about three thousand followers for a delay. Yeah. And I heard some moms riled up about some of his posts. And this isn't just recently. This has been no.
1: This is long time on. coming. I've seen posts like this, and
2: there have been some riled up followers on his posts in the comment section.
0: I mean. Follow for follow. I know. Like if he's doing that, then you know I'm gonna drop a f- quick follow for my boy. I don't go to Sydney. But I'm still gonna drop <laughs> yeah. a quick I don't one. go to Sydney, but game recognizes game. <laughs> I'm gonna help these kids get a two-hour delay. I mean, if my
1: man's hustling out here, you gotta respect the hustle first yeah. of all.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he
1: he's should, he's putting his, you know, he's putting his, uh, he's putting himself out there for the kids. Yeah. He's. I mean sure he's gaining followers and a little bit of clout off this but it's for the kids yeah i mean whatever you gotta
0: do to put the fans in the stands i mean
2: that's always been the motto really
0: yeah i mean you know dress to impress fans in the stands you know anything that will make people happy i mean that's gonna put that's gonna set you apart i mean all right
1: think about this does anybody at layman go by a nickname do they self-proclaim themselves as a nickname, other than Spank, of course? Yeah, not uh, really. Like a, an authoritarian figure, hmm. Denise Stauffer, no nickname. No. Josh Ader, no nickname. Real Ranger, Ranger Bob. <laughs> I mean, even if that was just like anyone, that's still a, that's still a nickname and a half. Ranger Bob, that's a cool nickname, and it's for the superintendent of Sydney High School.
2: And from what I've heard, I heard the students were in the comments backing him up. Oh, yeah. They were all over it.
1: He's a fan favorite among
0: the student body. (laughs) I mean, when you've got someone like that, that you don't get any one calls from your school, and you're getting, you know, that, when you're a superintendent, when you have your post notifications on for your superintendent, (laughs) that's when you know it's
1: a different relationship. (laughs) Because Josh Ader will post something on Twitter, and he might get, one like <laughs> no disrespect to him like it's just what that one person that liked it will screenshot it and put it on their snapchat story and everyone sees it yeah. so yeah. it's not even him getting the word out it's someone else getting his word out and you got real ranger bob here and he posted and he's getting retweets he's getting likes <laughs> the kids are still screenshotting it But those kids were like, man, I already saw that on his Twitter. Like, I did not need (laughs) to look at your story for that. Yeah.
2: It really comes down to marketing in a way. mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's posting it before those kids are able to post it on their Snapchats. And enough people follow him where he doesn't even need that. He gets enough recognition from his own page at this point.
1: Yeah. He just built it from the ground up.
0: I mean, to even put it in, like, what I said earlier about, like, Hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. Our technician man, Mikey, just put up a new Instagram page for Real Ranger Bob, and his bio is, Bob Humble, you're mad, I'm back, big mad. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. He's for the kids, he's, he's for, for the youth. He's get for the people. Get the man the
2: promotion oh, yeah. he Mikey, needs.
1: He, he's a superintendent. He's, <laughs> I don't know if you can get higher <laughs> up on that, but, so I mean... We need... Petition to create a spot just one step above superintendent, just to put Ranger Bob there. I mean,
0: I was was saying, uh, I'm pretty sure I have zero post notifications on for any one of my friends. I I don't don't, think I do either. I can't say I do. I mean, and the
1: fact that if I went to Sydney, I'd probably have post notifications on. (laughs) No doubt. You know what? I think I'm just thinking about putting them on for the sake of having them on. (laughs) I mean. I want to I, see what Ranger has to say. <laughs> I, I dare to say, as a teenager,
0: I might throw my ringer. Ooh! Cancel every notification. Ooh. I don't know if I just straight post notifications for Real far. Ranger Bob. I don't know if I. Do that I, I know. Far. I know it's a it's an old person move. And I know. I still got good hearing.
1: I feel like if there was one thing that they could do with the new iPhones, just get rid of the ringer. I, don't <laughs> I mean, I hear someone's ringer go off. <laughs> And I get mad. Like, why do you have the ringer? What is that important that everyone has to hear your phone go off? I mean, I feel like it's just people that want attention. Yeah. They're begging for attention. They're like,
0: ooh, like my ringer's on, and they got like five alarms set to go off like every like three minutes.
2: And to build on that, when you have a ringer on, I feel like it's progressed over time. So like in like 2010, you had people have like – the Backstreet Boys is like their ringtone and everyone yeah. had a ringtone everyone bought ringtones nobody has a ringtone anymore and barely anybody even uses their ringer anymore
0: I feel I feel like the ringtones people use are the generic like they got to be the generic ones yeah. that no one's buying nobody but has it's, unique it's ringtones the, anymore it's the one that is the default alarm that we <laughs> that we witness almost every day waking oh. up for school the one Man, that, that will chills. send chills some PTSD I mean, the stuff that doesn't want to make you be alive anymore. Dude,
1: it that tri- makes you wake up and you feel like you're in a war zone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it triggers the flight or flight
1: for sure. I hear that in the morning and I'm like grabbing the baseball bat by my bed <laughs> just like ready to wallop someone. Like Empty Man. <laughs> yes. Empty <laughs> Man. Just like Empty Man.
0: I mean, what a movie Empty Man is. <laughs> oh,
1: how
2: long ago was that when we watched Empty Man? Oh, that was, a long that was December? Right I was it? No, it was
0: October. I think I it was near December cuz I, I thought it was around scary like like spooky season. I thought huh. it was in December. Yeah, Either like, way, great
2: movie. Excellent and movie. Underrated really.
0: I mean, it, it puts Inception to shame. I don't know about Tenet. I mean, Tenet was a it was a doozy. Tenet I
1: could not wrap my mind around I mean, but everything was played backwards, though. Everything was moving forwards and backwards at the same time. There was people that had already seen it, people that hadn't seen that event yet. And then all in the middle of it, some crazy Russian dude, like every other movie. Just, he's the villain trying to mess stuff up for everyone else for his personal gain. I feel like Empty Man, though, is like, if you
0: had to watch it in a movie theater... You'd have to be, like, up there, like, where, like, they have the film, like,
1: hey, yo, stop it real quick. Yeah.
2: Digest everything that's happening. And that's,
1: that was the good part about watching Tenet, So we could pause it mm -hmm. and have Mikey explain what was going on. Yeah,
2: because Christopher Nolan, when you get him going, you don't know, you don't have any idea
0: what's going on.
1: Dude, just, he's, like, good luck.
0: (laughs) I think some of these, like, people that, like, some of these directors and, like, even people that, like, write scripts... They just get as high as possible, they have and then be, just start. They have to be on something I mean, incredible that to write these movies. I mean, when Inception came out, people are like, "What's going on?" Like even <laughs> Matrix too. Like that, like that kind of like set people's like fear factor. Like, like yeah, what's like, gonna happen next? Like, <laughs> what's
1: what is happening in Hollywood? Like, what are they? <laughs> These directors on that give I mean, some these ideas. by the time weed had to be at least legal <laughs> <laughs> in ho- at least Hollywood, I don't know about outside, but I don't know about weed, they're probably doing like some hardcore stuff <laughs> stuff from overseas to think about Down some south. of the stuff like that. Oh, gosh.
2: Empty Man, like the scene when they're dancing around the bonfire, oh. Dude, that, that is totally creepy. That was
0: hilarious. Hilarious, but creepy. One step back, one step forward by the bonfire. It kind of reminded me of uh, the scene from Get Out, where the grandfather's oh. just booking it towards the house, and it takes a hard cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, I had when I was watching that, I like, it was hard not to watch the screen because I was just dying laughing <laughs> <laughs> because you just see these ominous figures just start
1: booking it. <laughs> then they just like completely mauled that dude's car when he tried driving (laughs) away like they swarmed it
0: it was nuts I mean do you think like companies like if this was like happening in the real world companies like insurance companies like you know what like no one can prove it like
1: whatsoever. like you just trying to get insurance, insurance clear. Yeah, like, we don't have crazy mofo coverage, okay? <laughs> nice try. Go try that with All-Staters on deck.
2: Yeah, we don't have cult coverage on deck, you know? <laughs> oh, man. So, out of all those movies, which one do you think is, like, the best in terms of, like, a confusing thriller? Like, when it, Get Out, Inception, Interstellar, Empty I mean,
0: man, one of the things when I first watched Inception for the first time, and Mikey was telling me, He's like, Yeah, like, it's confusing. I've heard people make jokes all the time about like not getting exception. I watched it for the first time. I sat back in my chair. I'm like, Did I get Inception? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I wasn't confused. I had to look it up. Like, why are people confused about it? And I'm like, You know what? I'm just gonna settle with the fact I know what's going on.
2: Yeah, sometimes it's better not to question whether or not you actually know what's going on, because then you figure out you actually didn't know what's going on.
0: I mean, I would say the most confusing is probably Empty Man. I mean, I people hated it because how confusing it was. And me, I've never taken a, a philosophical or a philosophy class to impress a girl before, so I have no idea <laughs> what half of the like <laughs> themes behind it. Because there was one, it was a Descartes, like, I think, therefore I am, or it was like reversed, I am, therefore I think... Like if when I was looking up like the summary of it, and I saw it. I'm like he push right over the head. Like no idea. But in, uh, during tenet, we had this man with the. I think it was like they were like explaining like the Penrose everything like all the square. paradoxes and. I mean, some of the paradoxes I Like I got because two of the three were the almost the exact same, but with people and objects.
1: Right. Yeah, but what what do you guys think? Well, I, I think that empty man is just one of the most confusing like the ending complete curveball I didn't see that coming I don't know about you guys but I mean who would have saw that coming I mean I don't think anyone <laughs> man, it was just crazy I how mean, they manifested think, all that stuff I don't think there.
0: anyone kind of knew what was going on after like the 30 minute mark and after that it was just kind of like piecing picking the pieces of the puzzle and then mashing and gluing the pieces together and like you know what it's good
1: enough for me. I mean, I mean, it was just all around confusing. Like it all kind of came together at the end, but you don't know how it came together. Mm-hmm. Like it one was just
0: mo- one movie that was a, a little bit of a doozy was Us. With Jordan Pee- that Jordan Peele directed that one. Oh,
2: I haven't seen that full movie. It's but...
0: yeah, it's got it's got, it's got a little a little confusing background, but I mean I've watched it a few times. I've had this movie man over here, Mikey. uh, Help me through it, but...
1: (laughs) Alright, I'm kind of going a little off topic here, but I watched a movie last night, and I think it's one of the most underrated movies ever put out. Rango. Rango. Rango is, like, my physics class.
0: A huge snoozer. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, like, people sleep on Rango. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I... I mean, I have that on my queue on about, like, every single movie platform, or every single, like... Subscription platform I have, Amazon Prime. It's on there. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on all three. Just so if one goes off, I still got backups. So
1: last night, I watched Rango for the first time. It's my first time. Oh, you've never seen it before? Never seen it before.
0: I watched it it like seven years ago, like when it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like near when it first came out. I watched it. I'm like, no, this is it.
1: So I'm, you know, I just get on Netflix and I'm like, oh, Rango. No, I've never seen it. I'll give it a try. It was one of the greatest decisions I've ever made. <laughs> it, it's such a good movie. Like, imagine, just an, a classic old western film. Like Clint Eastwood made an appearance in that movie as like wait, a he's... CGI animated Clint Eastwood. Wait, 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 Clint Eastwood. Was Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I don't know if Clint Eastwood voiced Clint Eastwood but it sounded pretty similar.
2: Dare I say the greatest thing since sliced bread? Yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, I have a story about Clint Eastwood, but I'll get to that in a minute. So, I'm watching this movie, and I'm just... This is a children's movie. Why is it this spectacular? (laughs) Like, Johnny Depp killed it. Johnny Depp voices Rango, and he kills it. And now, there is one scene in the movie, and it's when... They have a big gun slinging showdown in in the town of Dirt and Rattlesnake Jake for his rattle. He uh, he's a he's a Gatling gun like a mini gun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, you know, a bunch of events led up to it, but they team up with these mole people and they have bats and they have like an aerial armada bomb squadron of bat moles on bats and they're attacking this rattlesnake, right? And he's shooting all down and Rango comes up behind him with his six shooter. Click. He cocks it back. He turns around, rattlesnake Jake does. He goes, You gonna kill me? And Johnny Depp looks him in the eyes. The line delivery is perfect. He goes, Try me <laughs> Goosebumps goosebumps it was incredible honestly
0: western movies i think they're slept on i mean one of my slept on i mean one of my favorite tarantino movies django and chen and that's a western that one, is a
1: great movie. one movie i find hysterical ridiculous six that's like that's, that's like a comedy western but I mean, it's still but pretty that's good
0: still, it's still a western movie it's got so many like actors in there for for no Adam reason. Adam Sandler,
1: Terry Crews.
0: I mean, the person that plays, uh, I think it's Mr. White in Reservoir Dogs, is he's in there. Uh, Henry Cartel, or Cortell something like that. Okay. Yeah, he's he's in there. He's smile. He's a smiley
1: guy. I guess it's Danny know. Trejo's in that movie. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah I forgot <laughs> about <laughs> that. Yeah. I mean, for Machete. no. Machete. <laughs>
0: I mean, some of these movies get like super ridiculous too. Like I was watching a uh, Tropic Thunder the other day. Oh, that's Danny a good McBride's movie. in there. Um, <laughs> they have the person that plays the, the the little Roman guy in Knights of the Museum. He's in there for like maybe like twelve minutes. Don't forget about Blackface
1: Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, that
0: is a I was pivotal watching. moment in his acting
1: career.
0: <laughs> I mean the. I was looking something up too because I watched uh, Joe uh, Joe Rogan podcast with RDJ talking about it, and he got nominated for an Oscar, I believe, <laughs> for that for best supporting actor.
1: He was nominated and winning awards for Blackfacing. And, and it was a bold move in his acting career, and it paid off. Was that before Iron Man? I think so. Was that before he stole everyone's heart? <laughs> I'm not sure if it was before Iron Man or around, like, for his after it, but either way. Because I feel like around that time, he had a lot of, like,
0: great movies because it was the start of Marvel, Tropic Thunder, and then Zodiac. He
1: oh, yes. He was in that one, yes. too. And I, I think yeah, I've there seen was that.
0: one more. Um, when did he do the Sherlock
1: Holmes movies?
0: I, I, that's what was the one I was thinking about. I think it was around that time, but, I mean, mm. the fact that you could do that many consecutive bangers of movies and iconic movies just in a row I mean that's, I mean, that's why people compare actors like RDJ's the good kind of good I mean he's
2: trying to stay on the topic of children's movies Paddington 2
1: I mean Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 10 out of 10 that's all it needs to be said great I mean, movie I
0: mean I hyped up Paddington for the longest time and I watched it maybe about like over the it was over the summer I watched it. I mean, it almost brought me to tears. I mean, Paddington One and Paddington Two. I mean, maybe the best sequel of a movie. If Paddington Three is coming out, it's going to contest with Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy.
2: But I I heard it's a different producer that's making Paddington Three. I don't know, know if that's IG true or not. game changer. Yeah.
0: I mean, is it going to be canon? That's yeah.
1: The thing. Is it going to be Paddington? Cannon? Is it going to be Cannon with Boo Cannon in prison? Oh, because as of the end of the movie, when you watch through the credits, Phoenix Buchanan is in the prison. He's doing ten years on the bump. Fully ten years? Yeah, for, for doing way more than what Paddington. Did. Yeah. He. I could name you a list of charges. He had criminal mischief theft, attempted murder, all this stuff, 10 years. Paddington. Theft, shoplifting. Life. Just shoplifting. 10 years. <laughs> Wait, what is Uni- this? the United Kingdom law system in that movie is flawed. I mean,
0: Paddington, he changed the whole system in there. This he bringing up the Morgan Freeman. I felt like in Shawshank, Morgan Freeman kind of, you know, he had he had he was the guy that could get things. Haddington was the guy. He was the B-Mock in prison.
2: He was more than Morgan Freeman ever was. He, he changed the colors of their of their prison uniforms. Marmalade. He, he marmalade. Ch- he changed the entire menu of what they ate.
1: He changed the, the whole attitude of all of the prisoners. And all he did was ask for marmalade. He asked for marmalade. Knuckles about beat his face in. But then Knuckles tried the marmalade and the whole prison just turned upside down from then but in a good way. I would say it turned right side up. Yeah. Because from then on they were having frilly little decorations in the lunch hall. They were all wearing <laughs> their pink uniforms. I I would want to see a movie. I mean, it'd be interesting to
0: see. Maybe I I wouldn't say movie, but even like people in England like in the prison system them like getting good behavior instead of getting parole like ayo hey, send me this prison with this bear i'm trying to try some of that <laughs> i mean pos- positive vibes only
2: can we also talk about in that movie how they they render like every hair on paddington's body dude gonna, the visuals are insane for no reason and for no reason <laughs> the
1: proof is like nobody's going home until every hair on that bear's head is rendered.
0: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the producer just did it by himself. He's like, you know what? Wife's in labor. I mean, she's giving birth to my first child right now, but this movie,
1: it's about hit different. <laughs> Who directed that movie?
2: I don't know the name.
1: I don't know either. Whoever, it has to be his masterpiece. It has to be his best movie. But
2: I, I read an article that he is not Producing Paddington Three, but that was a while ago.
1: Paul King. Paul King directed. Can we please get a quick of the He directed quick, the first. He directed applause.
0: the first one and the second one. I would look like,
2: up if he's directing the third, because just look up Paddington Three. I
0: mean, looking at a picture of this man, he looks British. And no, I see nothing about Paddington Three. Hmm. That's that's. Regardless, that that'll be
2: something we'll definitely all need to watch when we'll it comes out. We'll all be on
0: the lookout for that. I mean, dare to say, movie of the year once it comes out. <laughs> well, I mean, the hype around it is gonna be insane. <laughs> I mean, it's and people are gonna be so confused.
1: Like it's just a movie about a bear. Yeah. They just don't get it. They, you don't get it till you watch the movie. Yeah, they're like, oh, Paddington. Ooh, why would I watch that? I'm like, did you watch the first two? No. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> Why do you think that your opinion is even relevant at this point? Like, you didn't watch the first two. I mean, it's at the Has point. Has it changed you? It's yet? like it's like watching Star
0: Wars. You can't watch Episode Six without watching A New Hope. Yeah. I right. mean, you have to go in order because you can't hop into two and not know who Paddington is, not know his backstory,
2: not know, not know his his aunt everything. I yeah. mean, this Aunt man, Lucy. Yeah. Aunt Lucy. Everything
0: was for Aunt Lucy. I mean, my mans went across the pond for Aunt Lucy. He did. Was it? Where and was he? I, it was either South America or South Africa. So, or not Africa. I, I think, don't remember. I think he went across the pond. It was somewhere south. Yeah. I don't know where he originated, but I mean, but he ended up in London. Yes. I mean, U.S. would be cool, but, you know, London, I mean, they need a few things here and there they will bring him. to. The,
1: Bring See, up. I don't think Paddington would last in the United States. I don't think so either. I mean... Like, imagine if he went to the Big Apple instead of, you like, already have, London. I
0: mean, what you said, King Kong is already there. I
1: yeah. mean, if
0: you're throwing almost a lot, if you're throwing a lot of different universes together, you got King Kong there. You got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: Mm. I mean, if we're adding fictional characters, but let's just say Paddington goes to America with just how it is now shows up in New York he's got Bobby Shmurda he's got Bobby (laughs) okay but you can't tell me Bobby Shmurda wouldn't be more than kind to a little bear like Paddington
1: I feel like I mean it's like the Knuckles situation Knuckles is big hard you know he's the king of the place right he's the king of the prison like he ran the place well Bobby runs New York now yeah after Boogie got dethroned last (laughs) Tuesday but uh you think about it you know he didn't have a very good run with knuckles at the beginning it was kind of a rough love at the beginning but they ended up being really good friends i feel like if it just took time him and bobby would be like this now i'm talking about if you went to the big apple you ever you ever like heard someone from the big apple like when you talk to him you ask yeah. them for directions and they it just, doesn't go well very rude to you yeah. I feel like that would just demoralize me. <laughs> it would. Like, like, he would just be mentally destroyed. <laughs> I
0: mean, this is, this is what would be something hilarious. You know, he always has his hat. The yellow hat, I believe. Red hat. Or red? Yeah. What's if someone, he goes to New York, gets right off the boat. Someone jumps him, steals his hat. Bobby
1: comes out of nowhere. Gives him his lost Nick's hat. He just reaches up in the air. And it just... When he catches in his fingers and he puts on his Nick's hat.
2: The scene that would be...
0: Dude, that would be... I mean, Paddington is no longer a London icon. He is part of New York. I mean... He's no longer the Big Apple. It's the Big Pad.
2: <laughs> the new face of the schmoney.
0: I
1: mean... He's the apprentice... Bobby he's just the successor. At that point, he's the prince. He's the prince of New York.
2: But what do you think Paddington listens to? Uh, music-wise. UK Drill. Like UK Skepta. Drill, yeah. <laughs> I could see oh, that. If he to Skepta.
0: I know he's, if, when he's got to
1: impress Aunt <laughs> Lucy here and there, he'll throw on the Beatles a bit.
2: Or maybe Frank Sinatra.
1: He'll throw, he'll think... throw on some like, stuff you know, around the family, yeah. around aunt lucy but once he's like when he's with knuckles when he's with knuckles and he's out (laughs) in the streets you know trying to run from the feds he's definitely listening to skepta he has to be
0: i mean who who else is a famous british rapper i mean
1: i know digga d that's the only other one i know
0: i know skepta and it's only because of
1: nba 2k there's oh.
0: one song, it was shut down. Yeah, shut with down. With Drake at the beginning. That's the only only skeptic song I know. Trust me, daddy. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one thing, too, with uh, Paddington 3 would be nice. I know Borat spiked on the scene for no reason this summer. What's if Paddington 3 was Paddington, uh, was Paddington going on a Borat-esque trip
1: okay like Borat how would he get the funding like how I mean I guess he is a bear so he, he's no I'm, lodging I mean, is a huge deal windows as a hustle yeah true
2: and his family seemed like something seemed that'd like be something that they could decent. decent enough to pay for something like yeah, that Yeah, I, yeah. I mean Borat was living in this ho- tiny house with a horse in it or whatever yeah, that yeah, was a yeah, bull yeah, a donkey in <laughs> his bedroom <laughs> dude like
0: hey that's how they live,
2: in you can stand. All Shit. right. So Paddington round trip.
0: I mean, he already carries everything with him. Yeah. It's, how is he carrying all How does he, all he that? carry all of it? I think he has like a suitcase. I don't know. I mean, it's better than Will's backpack. He's got hey, a a hey. hey. yeah. Bro, Quit all backpack
1: that. Backpack is busted. Quit
2: bro. all that, bro.
1: For uh, everybody that doesn't know at home, Will's <laughs> supreme backpack recently took a fall. Uh, I'm not happy bro. about
2: it. Backpack since sophomore year. I'm not I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. And they keep making jokes about it, and it's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> it's funny, though. <laughs> it's, funny. it's not funny. Hey,
0: I mean, Paddington's been rocking a suitcase this whole time. He and d- has it busted like a Supreme bag? No. no. It has why a ladder built Why into would you it? have to say something like that? I mean, I'm just bringing up facts about how Paddington, you know, he's still, I mean, he went, if I'm right, he still went across the pond. And he, yeah, dude, his, his
1: suitcase, Is his bag ripped. Dude, he <laughs> had that suitcase on the train. Remember that? Yes, I remember. And Phoenix damn near broke it. My boy was mobile. He bro- he almost broke that suitcase. It's still there. But it's still, it's still not broken after <laughs> all it's been through. Okay. Your book bag's been on your back for two years.
2: <laughs> okay. And it
1: broke. This I mean, is the most a- you
0: do is take it off, set it down, or use it as a pillow for your sleeper classes.
2: dude. It just snapped. The clip that I was using snapped. There was nothing I could do about it. Super glue. Cool. What? That you would not work.
0: It. I mean, if the plastic piece is still, if you have it, I mean, you could fix it.
2: There's no way that would work.
0: I mean,
1: Paddington probably fix it. Oh, my gosh. Paddington could probably fix with marmalade. Dude. Oh, I mean, my he's gosh. a man. He's a jack of all trades.
2: You guys are just rubbing it in at this point.
1: Ideal I bear. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if Padding, if you gave Paddington your Supreme backpack and he had some marmalade, it'd be brand new. I mean, okay. yeah. Or he'd steal it if he was in New York. With I, that still Bobby look, bag. I still look, I still
2: look drippier in it than him.
0: I'm
1: just gonna put that ooh, out there. Ooh, arguable. <laughs> <man>. I mean, <laughs> that's a hot take.
0: I mean, his drip. You're dripped with your Supreme bag. I mean, everyone's got something Supreme. I mean, I got a Supreme fanny. It's fake. <laughs> I got it. I mean, but his, one of a kind. I mean, do you see someone walking around with that same trip?
2: No. All right, all right, fair enough. But also, if I was walking around with no pants, I'd get a lot more questions than he does. I'm going to put that out there. I mean,
1: that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you'd be facing time in the pond <laughs> without pants. Yeah, I mean you can walk in the a- certain places you could walk and get a little more jail time than other places, <laughs> but, you know, keep your pants on. More of the story. Of, I mean, why
0: can't he wear? Like, why is he like allowed not to wear pants then? Yeah. Like, What's so
2: different about Paddington from the rest of us that he doesn't have to wear pants? He's a bear. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Right, what is, he talks. He's a talking bear. He's I practically a human.
0: I mean he's basically just, He's just built different. Like, I mean there's people with disorders That they have like 90% of their body covered in hair I mean their yeah. whole face looks like a beard like, I know Okay I, I see And that also brings right.
2: up the argument If you have a talking animal Does it have to go through the same identification process That a human goes through Like birth certificate, ID Do they need all that?
1: Well They're, if they were born in the wild then no
2: well, he has a functioning brain, and he's speaking as a
0: human. I mean, he got
1: adopted. But so did Aunt Lucy. He got adopted. There's None no record of, lo- of that stuff. I mean, there's got to be that's some why, record.
2: That's why I'm okay, saying. Okay. Adoption
1: records. That's it. That's they don't it. have yeah, birth records. He was
0: born in the wild. It's still something. That's some it. Record. That's all he's got.
2: I mean, I'm just posing the question: Should he have to get a birth certificate or an ID or some for some form of identification? I mean, he's, now, te-
0: he's technically an immigrant.
1: And he, they I put mean, him in jail right. with other yeah. humans. I mean, he could get, He could have got deported. Yeah, like he's a bear. Why didn't they put him in, you know, like the zoo or something? Yeah. Like why they put him in a human correctional facility?
2: Yeah, I think he should have some sort of identification on him yeah. if he has a. If he can speak and he's think also, as a human... He's,
0: al- he's also in the prison system as well, yeah. so my boy's already got his records.
1: He's got... He's got I mean, he has even, a criminal even record. record
0: even, clear, even when he's cleared, it still says he's been in jail. He's, he's still, he did some time. That he did.
2: Everyone knew, though, that ten years was too much.
0: Yeah, I, I
1: think For that's... For shoplifting? Could, a, yeah. a little book? <laughs> seems I'm a little excessive. Yeah. I mean,
0: sometimes it's just a slap on the wrist, depending... if you If you take something from Walmart, you think... You think you're gonna
1: get 10 years for stealing a little and push pop? From he's Walmart? a minor. He's not even. I, I mean, I don't really know for certain, but like, I don't know what age you're considered an adult as a bear,
2: or how you would even or know how the would, age.
1: How you would know? But uh, he did 10 years <laughs> for
0: shop. He wasn't even caught with the book. No, would it be 10 bear years? Or like, I know like there's dog years. It's like seven or something. Dog ears, I I never ears about about that.
2: that. It's definitely human years, because well, he's huge, in there yeah, with I mean, other humans.
1: I, that's what I would think, but like I don't know. Paddington is a weird, weird. It's a weird universe. Yeah, I mean, in. it'd be a universe that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. There's talking
0: bears. I mean, if and that's the one thing too. Like the news wasn't like, hey, yo, this talking bear, and it went worldwide. I mean, people already knew him.
1: Yeah, people, and people everybody knew Paddington
0: people were scared at the beginning but like yeah I'm like if that's something new I mean yeah of course people are going to be scared of a cub running around not wearing pants I mean wearing
1: nothing if, if but it's, a trench it's a man, coat and a little hat
0: I mean if it's a man running around with no pants and yeah. people are dying up 911, 911 right away where do you draw the line right I mean it's it's often disappointing to think that they're well, there one day could be talking animals I mean like up I mean, the
1: person did it there, but... But that was technology. Yeah, yeah. but we That's might get that. naturally learns that the English language in the English accent.
0: I mean, that would be... I mean, it's sometimes disappointing to think that we don't live in a reality like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, you really hate to see it. I mean, just imagine how many... Talk, like, if we had, like, all these talking animals, I mean,
1: it would make so much... <laughs> yeah, you, you could literally have... A, you can have a uh, conversation with Denver Yeah. I mean when your dog ran away to
0: the local golf course and was doing laps around the dog leg
2: I mean yeah he
1: I mean he might have been able to talk to you that. yeah I know he'd be like yelling at me like try to catch me man like I can't because you keep running
2: yeah the only way you can talk to animals these days is drugs really yeah, <laughs> like
1: oh shoot, my dog was talking to me. <laughs> it's
0: like
2: Ooh. oh, you're on drugs. <laughs> yeah, I, f-
0: I feel like drugs. Kind of, I mean, they're they're bad, but it keeps the world spicy. It what does keep the that? world it spicy. It gives the world flavor. It, I mean, it's
1: we wouldn't have Breaking Bad without drugs. Exactly. We wouldn't have Crackhead Eddie without drugs. It's
2: the shoot. engine that Florida runs on, really.
1: Florida runs on drugs. <laughs> Everything in Florida is based around drugs.
2: The culture of
0: drugs. The weird Scarface never would even though that's fictional. (laughs) What would have inspired Scarface? Nothing. Pablo Escobar, not there.
1: Narcos wouldn't have happened. Breaking Bad wouldn't have happened. Like I mean, it would be so different without drugs. Music. Probably wouldn't be happening right Movies. now. I mean, we are talking about Inception, Christopher. No one had to be on something and mm-hmm. direct in Inception. I am fairly certain that almost every musician in the game right now has done some sort of drug.
2: It's uh, uh, At least in the rap.
1: In yeah. the 80s? The rock bands? Yeah, are the, you kidding me? <laughs> they those did guys cocaine were... and heroin for breakfast. <laughs> and they continued throughout the day. That was their snacks. <laughs> oh, you're hungry? just bump this line quick. Whatever puts the fans in the stands.
0: Alright. Oh, I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> I don't know about
0: that, <laughs> mean, you gotta... You're living by the motto of fans in the stands. I mean, like, Johnny Cash wouldn't be Johnny Cash without cocaine. I mean, cocaine blues. Molly
1: Crew. Molly Crew <laughs> thrived on cocaine. Like, wake up, brush teeth, bump a line, go and do whatever Molly <laughs> Crew did for the rest of the day, which involved a lot more cocaine. Like, a lot. And then they're... Tommy Lee's in, like, that big rotating thing, just playing the drums. Have you never seen that? I don't think I've ever Have seen it. Have you that? ever watched the movie Dirt? The uh, Dirt. Uh, no. no. It's the Motley Crue movie. It's on Netflix. It's really good. It's like <laughs> MGK plays the drummer for Motley Crue. Yeah. I don't what? Know. what? Yeah. How did, did MGK get, get thrown into this? I don't know, man, but, like, he did a pretty good job. I'm not going to lie. But it's a really good movie. It's all about, like, Motley Crue. It's crazy, snort- or crazy stories. Ozzy Osbourne snorted a line of live ants. <laughs> what? And licked pee off the ground <laughs> by a pool, and it, it was like his own pee, but there's also someone from Motley Crue's pee as well. Like he peed on the ground, and he licked that too. He was just showing how crazy he was.
0: The one thing that I, I what you brought up with MGK being in that movie, rappers been in like ridiculous about movies. I mean, there's one coming out, Boogie, with pop smoke in it. I mean he's already been dead for about a year. Yeah. And he's coming out with one. Uh he was MGK was in bird box for mm-hmm. a bit. Oh yeah. I mean, there's just uh, I mean they're, I wouldn't say they're stepping out of their line because no one's complaining about rappers being in movies. I mean Pop Smoke was in uh I'm trying to think what basketball movie but didn't you say it was Boogie? Uh, no, no, that's the one that uh, not Pop Smoke, Tupac. Tupac, yeah. Yeah, he was in one. What about Ice Cube? Ice Cube's been it, oh, several of movies. I mean, All sorts of stuff. I, I don't even know if I... I mean, old Ice Cube, rapper. Like, I mean, like, yeah. younger in age. Yeah. Almost
2: like not even really a rapper
1: anymore. NWA more. era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ice Cube was a rapper. I
0: mean, it's kind of like this... I wouldn't even call it the like Dwayne Johnson effect, but I mean, yeah. it's that kind of the same effect. I mean, you go from one career to the other. I mean, he kind of faced that. I mean, I don't think I've seen... Uh, him do any wrestling moves or hop into the ring in a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. But now I see him running around with a short man and Kevin Hart. <laughs> All
1: right, let's talk about one of the greatest to ever do it in everything he's ever done. Daniel Hart Jr. Snoop. Oh, no, <laughs> but yes. Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, I
2: subscribed to him on Snapchat recently. One of the greatest decisions I've ever made.
1: He. He's a jack-of-all-trades, perhaps a master of them all, too. I was
0: trying to think. There was one movie he was in that uh, he played like a pimp in some movie. I totally forget. What, but he's in a ridiculous amount of stuff. I mean, isn't his, his son is, I think, Division one player at UCLA. It's either his son or P. Diddy. Huh. Huh. I didn't know that. I mean, it's kind of I mean, what these guys are doing is kind of kind of ridiculous.
1: Can we like, I'll just give you like a brief overview of uh, Snoop Dogg's life. <laughs> so he started on the streets, you know, selling drugs, gang banging, and then he got into rap music, and then from there it just completely evolved. Like now he's doing movies, he's commentating. Yeah. He Wh- what was that, Eddie? It was the boxing match between. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. And he performed. (laughs) He was a commentator and then performed. You don't see that anywhere else. No, you really don't. Jack of all trades. Mm. He might be a master of all of them, too. Like... was He's it, just good at everything he does.
0: Didn't he do the commentating for, it was like the fans got to pick the plays.
2: Oh, the fan-controlled football league. Yeah. The one that Johnny Manziel's in?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he, I, was, think, I think it was either him or Marshawn Lynch. It, it was someone with dreads. I know that. It was someone that was very. Uh, oh, I, I think
2: it might have that. actually been Marshawn Lynch.
0: But, I mean, that, I could see him doing something like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, that, that looked. Pretty, it, it was basically arena football, but with extra steps.
2: Yeah. It looked pretty cool, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, anything that Johnny Manziel. I mean, <laughs> if he's running 30 yards, I mean, he can't, probably couldn't run for longer than 30 <laughs> yards. But, I mean.
2: But, yeah, going back to Snoop Dogg, signed an Ohio rapper, Bow Wow. So, you got to give respect to him. Signed an Ohio native rapper. And he's just, he's done everything. And that, that kind of reminds me of Rough and Rowdy a little bit. Ooh. Barstool just does everything.
1: Barstool controls a lot. A lot of stuff. The internet, they have a hand in that. You know, like everything on Instagram. You know, like all the funny videos. Where do you think they are first? Barstool. Yeah. I mean, saying Big Tom was talking about
0: Dave Pointnoy you know, like doing a pizza review. <laughs> Indeed. I mean that might, and he's a middle-aged white male. <laughs> I mean, and that is probably as pen- he probably saw it on Facebook, being told. Yeah. But that is, I mean, the fact that it's reaching Facebook, and people, are, parents are telling their kids about it. Even exactly. Though they probably
1: already know that their kids know about it. Like. All right, so you guys, you guys know my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always always showing me and my mom videos on Barstool. You know, granted, I've probably already seen him. Mm-hmm. But he has the exposure. He's yeah. been exposed to Barstool. Let the man live. I mean, did he figure out who Drake was yet? Or I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quite sure if he's uh, figured that one out yet, but uh, hopefully he does soon.
2: Yeah, all of our parents just like knowing about Barstool proves that they have had such a massive impact on really everything that comes to sports.
1: I mean, sports, they have stuff, you know. Nope. I mean, Dave Portnoy was on Fox News yeah. talking about the Robin Hood scandal, Davey <laughs> the Dave trader. I mean, I mean, they have a gambling place
0: now. Yeah. I mean, it's I would I would say it's kind of like full send, but But Uh, targeted a broader range and mm -hmm. more about
1: sports and less about partying. But mm -hmm. they still still cover the partying. They cover partying. They cover sports. They cover funny videos. Betting. Betting. uh, (laughs) I don't know what else. Literally everything.
2: Literally Rough and Rowdy, a boxing event.
1: Oh, that was... Nothing tops Chauncey the raccoon boy. I mean, that might... Do you remember Levi, the Swedish meatball? Yes, yes. That's still one of my favorite. <laughs> like that was three minutes of just intensity. The just one thing i was haymakers. Very surprised.
0: Jose Canseco. That was Joey football. All right, it I don't may know. It about may have that. been a little staged, but the fact that he went thirteen seconds. I mean, you're dealing with an older guy steroids are probably getting to him.
2: That was so staged.
0: But still, if you're going to run your mouth about anything, you got to back it up. I mean, you got to at least take more than a few punches. He, th- he used the shoulder.
1: He used a shoulder injury as an excuse to get out yeah. of the fight. I mean, did he Did he even get money for that? Uh, did he get money for, you know, I, I, He mild? might have.
0: Being a little coward. I mean, I don't really know if he actually did or not, but I mean, I'm... I feel like boxes like that are kind of... I mean, we got the Mayweather and uh, Paul fight coming up. That one, I think, is going to be... That one's not... I don't know. That one might be a little bit for the money. I mean, uh, I saw something It was about Mayweather. He's going to go up, like, four weight ranks or weight classes just to fight this kid for what reason now?
2: Really just... It's almost like... Nobody calls out Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I mean... Undefeated.
0: Undefeated. Top five boxer of all time. Maybe greater than... Maybe the best boxer, but we really...
1: I mean, he's he's 50-0. Never lost. So, I just looked this up. Jose Canseco got 60% of all pay-per-view pays. Like, he got 60% of it. And that's like... He got a couple million for just signing. I mean, I could dance around in a
0: ring for about like twenty minutes.
2: Twenty seconds? That man was in there for not even a full minute. I
0: mean, in there for half a minute. I mean, it can't be that hard. Not even a quarter of a minute. I mean, he went and got
2: dropped by a bar stool intern.
0: Superior intern or executive intern now, whatever whatever big cats called him. Well, that's the sound of the horn and the boat's by the dock. Thanks for tuning in to this first installment of Yacht Club. Until next time, Godspeed. <makes noise>